Riviera Radio Business News. Morning, Henk. How are you? Good morning. Very well, thank you. How's it in London this morning? Is it a beautiful sunny morning or is it raining? It's been torrential rain the last few days. The wind has been blowing at a, a terrible rate, to be honest with you. But uh, it feels a little bit calmer today, but we'll have to wait and see. Certainly there's lots of turmoil in global financial markets and political developments uh, to keep us going, even if the, uh, if the weather is calming down a bit. Yeah, it certainly is. If it's keeping you busy, how are the markets? Uh, well, equity markets rallied yesterday. Treasury yields have eased. The dollar has weakened. Cryptocurrencies have been coming under further pressure. Markets, of course, watching the midterms very carefully. Those U.S. elections, the battle for the Senate, still perhaps a little too close to call. It has to be said, but it certainly looks like Republicans will regain control of the House of Representatives, but less gains than expected. Looking at the political map this morning in the Senate, the Democrats were on 48. Republicans are on 47. Some interesting ones to watch out for. The big story, of course, overnight is the flipping of Pennsylvania. John Fetterman taking that. That's a big surprise and uh, certainly have significant implications in terms of the race. Some interesting ones still to watch out for. Wisconsin is still very close indeed. Ron Johnson is ahead for the Republicans, but only with a margin of 1.5%. Georgia is also very close indeed. Raphael Warnock only got a 0.7 percentage margin for the Democrats there. Nevada, uh, not so close, but only 54% of the votes come in. Democrats, 3.5% margin there. So some big seats to watch out for. I've been watching Arizona quite carefully overnight. I was in Arizona just a few months ago, and there's lots of debate around uh, the candidates for the Senate. Blake Masters, who uh, was endorsed by Trump, uh, who uh, perhaps uh, has been radiating that Trump message in, in Arizona's played out pretty poorly, to be honest. Uh, he's certainly way, way down in the vote, only 50%, uh, 52% of the vote in there, but uh, Democrats with a big margin. So interesting to see how these races are playing out, not only in terms of uh, what it means for political control today, but what is the read-through as you start to look out to the presidential election in 2024. The other point to note, I suppose, from the elections is those uh, Republicans Republican wins, particularly for the governor races in Florida and uh, potentially coming up with uh, other candidates who may challenge Trump if he does indeed decide to run. In terms of markets, S&P 500 extended gains into a third day yesterday, up 0.56%. Equity markets tend to rally after the election as some of that political uncertainty is removed. Investors do actually prefer gridlock and perhaps that's what we're going to get on our, uh, that's, that's going to be the final result of this, which probably will mean less regulation coming through from the Biden administration, less pressure in terms of windfall taxes, particularly on some of those energy companies. The other news overnight is the pressure that we've been seeing in cryptocurrencies this after a liquidity crunch has been playing out at one of the big exchanges, cryptocurrencies under pressure. Bitcoin down to around about 18,500 today, its lowest level since 2020. Opening calls on the European bourses this morning are to the downside. Got the Euro stocks 50 down 18 points. FTSE 100 in London down 28 points. DAX over in Frankfurt down 71 points. Well, you said you mentioned you've been to Arizona. I've only ever been to Amarillo. 
And ad sales soften. It shares down 10% on the update, whiting $15 billion off its market cap. Losses its direct consumer arm, which is driven by its Disney Plus streaming service, more than doubled to $1.5 billion in the quarter. That's due to higher programming costs and weakness in cable television advertising revenue. Though Disney did reiterate their forecast that they do think Disney Plus will be profitable in 2024, helped by an increase in subscription prices and a new ad-supported version. Disney did very well in terms of subscribers, now got 236 million subscribers, which is more than Netflix. Doing well at its theme parks as well. Profits at Disney theme parks more than doubled to $1.5 billion. That's due to higher attendance and guest spending. For someone who was in Disney in California, I can attest to the fact that I did spend a lot of money there, but it was, uh, it was all good fun. Okay, and uh, Nintendo... Yeah, shares of Nintendo down 7% after cutting its forecast for Switch sales by 10% to 19 million. So after reporting earnings that were in line with expectations, Japanese console maker raised its uh, uh, revenue forecast, sorry, net income forecast for the year as a benefit from the weaker yen. Nintendo said it sold fewer Switch consoles in the quarter. That's due to prolonged chip shortage. But the company says it's now front-loading production, trying to maximise delivery in the holiday shopping season, said production has improved since September. In terms of the outlook for Nintendo, well, the reality is they need to drive software sales and live services to try and support its long-term earnings growth as a Switch platform enters a mature phase of its cycle. Before the update, Nintendo shares actually could perform during the course of this year, up around about 16%, but gave back some of those gains. And the foreign exchanges, please, Henk. Pound against the dollar coming in at 115 this morning. Euro dollar at parity. You're going to get one euro 14 and a half cents for your British pound this morning. Any advice for toothache? Any advice? Uh, go to the dentist, I would say. <laughs> if not, some whiskey, uh, some single barrel Jack Daniels, and uh, hope, hope when you wake up it's gone. Sounds perfect. This is what we were looking for. I like this one. It's a, there's, a, there's a karma song. I think it's called Amarillo in the Morning. Okay. Oh, I'm going to find it and we'll play it tomorrow. <laughs> Have a great day, Hank. Speak to you tomorrow. Have a good day. Hank Box from Barclays. Barclays Private Bank has been in Monaco for 100 years. Since we opened our doors here in 1922, we have enabled our clients to invest in tomorrow and to influence it, drawing on experience, insights and ideas to help them create the world they want to make possible. And we're only just getting started. 100 years in Monaco, 100 years young.